This is the Candidly NITR podcast brought to you by Monday Morning and you are listening to A Tale Down the Memory Lane featuring Dhirendra Mishra and Himanshu Shekhar Datta. Dhirendra Mishra and Himanshu Shekhar Datta from the batch of 1997 came together to pen down tales and experiences from their college life in the form of short stories set against the backdrop of NIT Rorkela. What started as bedtime tales for their children turned into an entire book filled with stories from the past, allowing the readers to live the college days from the author's eyes. They promise a fascinating drive down the memory lanes. Team Monday Morning recently got an opportunity to have an interactive and candid session with the authors of the book, Dhirendra Mishra and Himanshu Shekhar Datta, to know their journey and the effort behind bringing this book into existence. Walk us through your childhood days and is there any incident from your school life that has stuck with you? So uh, many memories, you know, one that I would really like to, you know, uh, narrate, I would say, is, is our Saturday school. We would have the school ending by noon. On Saturdays, we would have it only half the day. And then uh, there were some six of us, you know, we would all go to the badminton stadium. There was only one stadium, badminton stadium in Kohima. Uh, and we would then all go there. Uh, that was not the time when the stadium would be open, uh, but we had found a way out. You know, there uh, the, the stadium had four entrances, uh, out of which one was locked from outside. The remaining three were latched from inside. And one of these uh, three entrances, which were uh, latched from inside, had this two palla, you know, the two leaf door. Uh, and we discovered that this door was latched only at the top, not at the bottom. So two of us would actually push, you know, one leaf of the door. The other two would pull, you know, the other leaf, the other palla of the door with all might. And there would be considerable space that would, you know, result at the bottom. Now, the leanest and the thinnest of us all, his name was Debashi, she would now get in. He would unlatch the door and we would all enter the stadium. And the next three to four hours would be the times of our lives. I tell you, you know, there would be no one to disrupt, no one to interrupt. And we would play badminton. All the courts were ours and we used to have greatest time. I mean, I, I, I still feel good thinking about uh, that. This is less, you know, more than 30 years old story that I'm telling you. Uh, <clears throat> now, Interestingly, one day, it was not interestingly, I would say, you know, Devashish, when he was entering uh, this, this entrance, his neck got caught in between the doors. Terrible, I tell you. You know, we couldn't push, we couldn't pull. He was like in a state of deadlock. He remained so for quite a while. And then finally, thankfully, nothing, uh, nothing terrible happened. And finally, when he could pull himself out, his face, I tell you, was cherry red literally cherry red you know so that was one experience that i you know I, I i keep sharing with people i think this is that was the time how was your time at nit rorkela and can you share any anecdotes from your college days uh, life in rorkela was very quick very slippery uh, quick because of the semester system where you know even before you could recover from the aftershock of the previous one the current semester would be over and this went on all eight semesters very quick and slippery because, you know, life never studied, uh, you know, it, no matter what resolves, and that kal never came. It just eluded us all eight, all eight semesters, four years, you know, so that was how life in Rao was. It might sound terrible, but 
actually it was not that bad because everyone, everyone was in the same state. So many a time, uh, you know, you, 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 you feel better when you see others as well struggling as you are. You know, that, that's how it used to be. Anecdotes, many, I would say many, you know, I think uh, uh, it was all about <clears throat> how we would, uh, you know, uh, react to the movies. I think I'm sure, you know, movies, and I tell you, there was a time, I think it will, it will help us all appreciate better that there was not, there was not a time of internet and mobile phones. Movies were, were a great source of entertainment. They, they still are, but I think in those days when you didn't have anything else, movies were, were a bigger source of entertainment. DDLJ, it came out in 1995 and it changed the mood of the hostel for two months. It didn't matter how terrible I did in the semester exam. It didn't matter how terrible Himanshu did in the, terrible, in the, in the exam, but we were all, there was a, a, an air of, of victory. You know, uh, Shah Rukh Khan, uh, you know, doing terribly bad in studies. In fact, his entire Khandan had done terribly bad in, at school. And yet he had everything, you know, right from the riches to Simran. So the guys just liked it. They, they, that struck chord with, with everyone. And I think it was, there was an air for two months, you know, around September, October. I don't remember exactly the months, but the time when DDLJ came, I mean, oh my, that was an air of, of, you know, winning, you know, winner. Everybody was a winner. So that, that's what I can really recall. How has NIT Rorkela helped you evolve your personality? One of the things was like the teamwork. Every day you can work with the team. Now you go and any, even a big project, like we, like say that I'm, I work in Bank of America and uh, you have, like there would be some people, like 10, 20 people will absolutely brilliant. There would be some people who would be average people. And there would be some people who maybe who can do their hard workers. Everybody has a place, like everybody contributes to the success. So you, when you go there, work there, you realize it, oh, no, everyone has their own skill set. Everyone has a teamwork when it comes, realizing others, not only your strengths and weaknesses. So those things which help like again, as Dhiru mentioned, like the how to deal with pressure. Like if you go professional life, and you will have a lot more pressure than what you pressure you deal with at times at NIT and all. Like maybe exam is nothing. Like yeah, so you deal with, and then you have a few things you do wrong. It can result in the millions of dollars when uh, of the losses to the bank or any corporate world in the corporate world. But you realize it how to deal with it. So it it will. I'm sure that um, it, it saves the people all who have our alumni and the future generations. So they, they it, it helps. Like the it will teach uh, how to how to deal with the situations which somebody faces in the later part of their life. How did you get the idea of writing a book, and why did you particularly go for this idea? Smiles. That's that's one word uh, that you know I would like to use. Smiles. Uh, the, the very thought of this, you know, has, has been bringing us smiles. And over the last two months, I think it, it was, you know, it was sometime in <clears throat> July when we let, and I think we kept this a secret. I wouldn't say a secret, but, you know, there was no point telling many people about this project. We, we started opening up, you know, in, in June, July. And ever since we have, you know, con connected with many, many people and, you know, across, across uh, the batches, you know, we, we have spoken to people who passed out 
1966. That was the first year, you know, that was the first batch. So we have spoken to them, many, many people, you know, uh, many more. And I tell you that they are, uh, they are wearing smiles already, uh, you know, in anticipation of this book launch. And this was what we thought it would be. So the idea behind writing the book uh, was about bringing smiles. We, we are very sure that, you know, this book is, as, as we always say, this book is not about how to write the engineering entrance, how to do well in exams, how to score 90%. No, this book is not about all those things. This is about fun. It's about what happens there. These may not be the stories that you would narrate to your parents. This is something maybe you don't do, uh, you don't do, but you actually talk the most, you know, in college amongst your hostel friends. So I think this story is about that, you know, how the lousy hostel food would be something that we would eat every day and swear by every day, damn every time. And we couldn't even afford to have outside food every day because of, you know, the pocket holes, you know, as students, we aren't rich, a lot of things. So I think, you know, uh, that's, that's what it comes to. The idea was to bring smiles. And I think we are, we are on track, uh, you know, sensing uh, what, what people have to say about this idea and what we have been hearing from them. Uh, I'm sure they're already smiling and the book release will, you know, get the smiler, smiles to become larger, broader. That's how we see as a writer, what challenges did you face while writing the book? You know, uh, we had this guy from Nepal and there's a story on, on this. We had this guy from Nepal. His name was Mahesh. Uh, and he was, you know, in his room doing some engineering, drawing something. And the fan, the ceiling fan dropped, fell down on the floor. Luckily, he, he was safe. But then this was the event. Now, what followed in the, in the college and the hostel was a lot of things. You know, a lot of people, everybody put a spice top up to the story in which in any way, you know, he thought would make the story spicier. It went up until that, you know, so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, uh, you know, you only get events, not stories. So we tried to make stories out of these events. So at times, uh, you know, a very interesting event may, may not even a very interesting event may not make a very interesting story. So there were challenges, but yes, I think uh, we, we, we put spices in the way we thought would bring smiles. The book revolves around college time memories. How much were your batchmates and professors involved in making this book alive? Well, I think, you know, uh, uh, cricket, you know, I, I, let, let's put it in football, you know. So a football match without the football, without the ball, how would it be? I think uh, the batchmates and, and our friends were, were those, uh, you know, were the football in this football match, I would say. Without them, we would have put nothing. Professors, you know, I think you would have experience, you would have seen, and it, you don't have to have four years in Raurkela to actually, you know, uh, know this. That professors are, are, are great people. Obviously, they, they are the ones who, uh, who teach us, you know, uh, end of the day, what all we learn are are from parents and from teachers, you know, to, to quite some extent, you know, we grow up and we then develop our own fancies and some ideas and we have form opinions, but the initial years comes, you know, the initial years come from the professors. Now coming to this point, uh, professors, they, they, there are many types again, you know, uh, so again, this, this book being about fun, I'm not talking about the concept of capacitors and inductors, I'm not going there, 
I would rather talk about some some things that we experienced and which we found funny. So this was like at the end of four years, you know, we uh, we were just about to you know leave the college. So we thought of getting to the professors, you know, to each one's uh, cabins and you know just telling them about uh, you know that that it was time that we were very thankful to them. So there was this professor. Uh, he said, uh, "What was that, Himanshu? Do you recall? It was like you know uh, oh. you." You will be thrown out of that campus. Yeah. <laughs> Go and start. So yes, yeah, so his his message for us was: you will now be thrown out of the campus. Go and serve the nation. So what he actually meant, what he implied, was that you know we we are now good with the engineering tricks and trades. We are equipped to actually you know apply our learnings. Uh, but but the message was really interesting. It sounded like a colonel. Uh, you know, uh, throwing marching orders to to the to the regiment. You know, so you you you'll be you will now be thrown out of the campus. Go and serve the nation. So these make stories. These make stories. So yes, we are very thankful to our batchmates and the professors who actually you know threw ideas here and there. The ideas and the events were all raining, and I think we just collected them. And they play a very significant role, just to be honest. And we can't imagine that our stories would be complete without remembering them. So it's a, a tribute to all the professors and all. They may have made a little bit fun here, there, but we have a lot of respect for all the professors, all the batchmates and alumni and the new generations coming. So we have a lot of, we have a lot. What is the giveaway from this book? The giveaway is that never feel guilty about fun. You know, if, if that is the, the definition or of fun, call it the definition or what I call fun, uh, is is all for me to define. You know, you you can't define what fun is for me. I can't define yours. So coming to the fun component that that is for me that I define as, I think it's about that component that is instilled in us to enjoy life, to enjoy life, and by cutting short, or by censoring, or by you know just keeping it aside, we are actually doing this service. Uh, to to I don't know what to call to humanity, to the world. So never compromise on fun. Have it, you know. Have just enjoy. That's what you are here for. Make sure that it doesn't hurt many people. Obviously, there are some of the basics that one we are all mature enough to to abide by. But then never feel guilty about having fun. That's the giveaway. What was one of the most surprising things you learned while writing your book? It made a very interesting, you know, uh, you know, story for for the guys around. <clears throat> but to to really make that into a story which which is like you know which runs across five pages, uh, you also have to bring many things together. Many times imagination, many a times you know uh, how driven you are. So I think uh, writing was fun, challenging at times. We were driven, but when it comes to the second part, you know what, what were so interesting. I think this is a very interesting question. It, I I think it will make me go a little philosophically i would say uh see when when we uh experience you know things we we have those things recorded somewhere we may not be we may be in excitement maybe we haven't interpreted that completely or maybe we are not mature enough at that time to interpret things the way we you know subsequently uh did but i would i would like to you know talk about the the ladies of our batch you know so just a background we had this you know a batch of 330 and uh, you may be surprised there were only 19 ladies 19 girls in the batch 
So 311 boys, 19 girls. So you can well imagine the queue that you know, every 19 window had of the boys. Now, uh, to be a girl or to be a lady you know, in, in, such a, in such a spot, in such a situation is not really easy. And, you know, we, we would, so the guys, you know, once they were done with the ragging stuff, uh, they would now also find out ways. Oh, I think, you know, I like her or, oh, I think I like her smile. So this would be the main topic of discussion in the hostel. And uh, they would now find out ways to impress. And at times, these ways could be very, very stupid and very funny, sometimes very weird. And now just consider yourself to be, you know, in, in a spot where these girls were, these ladies were. Now, when, when a smile is coming her way, she couldn't ignore because that would be demeaning my smile. She couldn't smile a little more than she thought was the threshold because then I would interpret that as a signal to mingle. So I think it was very difficult for the girls, for the ladies to keep that balance, which did not demean nor send out signals to the boys. I think, and for many acts of nobility, as I say, as we say, for many acts of nobility uh, that they heralded at our acts of stupidity and notoriety, we, we salute them. So I think this is something we, we realized lately uh, at the time of writing more so, I would say. Can you mention one of your favorite parts from the book? That is this, this is a collection of 40 stories. Uh, this book is a collection of 40 stories. And uh, the 40th story in this is, is about a wrap up of how today, uh, you know, we, we are here, you, we were there and I'm looking back and kind of just recalling. So the, the title of the story is Jhoka Hawaka Ajbi. You know, so it was, uh, it was about uh, the, 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 the very few girls, ladies again, that we, we had, and then how, uh, you know, I would seated a road diagonally behind her. So don't take that as I, I'm just talking about I as a concept, not me. So I seated diagonally behind her would be waiting for her to turn her neck. And the moment she would catch me catching her glimpse would be witness to the fact that a, a, a beat or two you know, of my heart had skipped. So this is something which was the pure love and the kashish attraction story of every boy at, at REC Raurkela. So this, I think, will bring maximum smiles. Very interestingly, when we had this group reunion, uh, sorry, we had this get together uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, uh, we were just talking about, and there were, you know, alumni from the 1969 batch, 1979 batch. Took us a while to open up. Obviously, we were strangers, even though we belong to the same fraternity. It took us a while uh, to open up, and very interestingly, you know, people, you know, in the in the get together, they cut across the batch lines, as they say, that that batch line blurred, and you know, we were just talking about. It was very interesting to note that even in 1979, the thoughts. Uh, we're not not very different, <laughs> so I'm sure this will bring this this component will bring smiles. Thank you for your valuable time. Team Monday Morning congratulates Dhirendra Mishra and Himanshu Shekhar Datta for completing the book and wishes them good luck with its launch.